from ABC's Mr. Belvedere, please welcome Rob Stone. Hey, Mike, great to be with you. Great to be with everybody. And uh, as they say on the Blue Angels, like these guys behind me, ready, launch. Everybody, welcome to the Mike Grant Show. And today's special guest, he played Kevin Owens on the hit ABC series, Mr. Belvedere. Please welcome Rob Stone. Hey, Rob, how are you? Good, Mike. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us here today. Now, Rob, you played Kevin Owens on Mr. Belvedere, as I mentioned. And I wanted to know, before we get right into Mr. Belvedere, I want to talk about a little bit earlier on in your career. How did you get started in acting? Yeah, so um, I grew up in Dallas, Texas, and um, really uh, got started in acting, uh, doing theater um, as a kid. Um, nobody in my family really was in, was, uh, had been an actor or anything like that, had anything to do with the entertainment industry, but they loved the arts and they always took my sister and I to plays and uh, we always had music playing in the house, you know, soundtracks, movies, everything. Um, and you know, when I was about 13, um, I had a buddy of mine, one of my best friends at the time who was taking these teen children's theater classes at a place called the Dallas theater center. And, um, I went along with him really just, you know, cause he said it was a lot of fun, said that there were railroad tracks in back of the theater. So if we got bored, we could go and play Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid on the railroad tracks and just, you know, goof around. Um, so, you know, I honestly just kind of did it, um, you know, just because I had a buddy who, you know, said it was a lot of fun. I went and, um, and that's really where it started um, and was asked during my first season there, my first season of classes, really, um, to audition for a main stage production at the, this theater. And it was a world premiere of a, um, of a play by a, a playwright named Preston Jones, who was a Tony Award winning playwright. And uh, they were going to be doing this world premiere from Dallas. And I didn't know, you know anything about anything, um, but I auditioned, uh, was lucky enough to get the part. And I think honestly that I got it um, probably less because of my talent, but more of my ability to just jump over a couch because uh, I was playing a thief and I was able to, you know, kind of kind of do some stunts and stuff. Um, but really, you know, that's what got it, what got things started. And I started going to the theater every night after school for rehearsals and then doing the, the run, which ran over a month and, um, and really got, you know, kind of fell in love with the process and just thought it was, was, was fun, never thinking that I would do it professionally at any time. Um, and then just kind of kept up doing theater and community stuff, then uh, high school productions, that kind of thing. And then, um, you know, eventually uh, auditioned and was accepted into the uh, BFA acting program at USC. And that's what brought me out to, to the West Coast and started getting some small TV and guest spots um, 
once I got out here and then, uh, uh, you know, eventually um, had this audition for this pilot. I had never auditioned for a pilot before or knew what that was other than a guy who flew then flew an airplane. Um, but, you know, it was the first pilot that um, that I auditioned for was was Belvedere. And that was when I was a uh, junior at USC. And um, for those of you who don't know, um, a pilot is kind of the first episode of a series. And most pilots, you know, they shoot the first episode. Most don't go past that stage. You know, most of them, you know, out of 20 pilots, they may pick up, um, you know, one or two or three that then go on to become serious. So I really, with, with, with Belvedere, I, I really looked at it as, as a week's work. And I was, you know, I was glad to have a, uh, a week of work as a college student. Um, so a lot of other things, you know, in between there, but, but uh, that's kind of the, the long story of how I got into, into, into acting. So that's really lucky how, you, how your first pilot actually got picked up to a series because many people don't have that. No, it was, it was um, off the charts, you know, in terms of just uh, very fortunate, very, very grateful. And, and it was, honestly, it was one of those situations where, you know, ignorance was bliss because I was definitely ignorant, you know, when it came to a lot of things in the business. And I was from, you know, Dallas. I didn't grow up in the business. A lot, a lot of people, because I was playing younger, they thought that I started, you know, much like Bryce or Tracy, who played my little brother and little sister, who actually grew up, you know, in the industry. Um, my experience wasn't wasn't that, you know, it was mostly training in the theater, but also, you know, I I was into sports, I was into skateboarding, you know. So, um, and in some ways, I think that 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 helped once I. Um, you know, had the opportunity to, to kind of uh, have some of these opportunities to, um, you know, go to network and things. I didn't know what it, what that was, you know, which is kind of the final audition before a series goes. And, and um, so, you know, I learned a lot very quickly, but I, I, I'm very well aware that was a very uh, unusual and rare, uh, you know, occurrence just to be able to, number one, um, get cast going for the first, you know, regular series role that I went out for. Not to say that I didn't get a lot of rejection and turn turned down for many other roles in films and TV and so forth. But as a regular series role on a on a TV show, that was the first. So very very fortunate. And you did before Mr. Belvedere, you did do a guest spot on the Facts of Life, correct? I did. I did. That was a lot of fun, actually. Um, I think I was a freshman or or a sophomore. Um, and I will never forget, um, you know, and, and the way that happened, just real quick for people that, you know, for anyone who's interested, you may not be interested, um, is I was spotted in a play at USC that I was doing in USC. And that's where a manager um, and an agent had kind of seen me in this, in this production. I had no idea they were in the audience or any of that. They, uh, they, they, they contacted me, uh, we met about representation. Again, stupid, ignorant kid from Texas, had no idea what any, you know, other, I mean, I knew about agents and stuff, but I was very cautious, I was very wary um, and just didn't know, you know. Uh, but once I found out it was legit and safe and everything, um, then I got representation. They started sending me out. I got the role on, on uh, Facts of Life. 
And it was a lot of fun. You know, I, I remember driving into Universal Studios and that's where it was, where, where we, we filmed it. And I had remembered being on my one and only time to California before going to school, coming out with my parents, you know, as a kid, and we went to Disneyland and Universal Studios. So to be able to then drive on, and I was going to actually be working on on the lot, um, and the people were great, and it was just a lot of fun. It was kind of a surreal experience, um, but again, the 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 background and and the the, the theater training, I think, really really helped me out um, a lot, but it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a very, very good group. They were very welcoming. Everybody was super nice. And then when you were on Mr. Belvedere, let's tell everybody about Mr. Belvedere. So basically the plot of Mr. Belvedere, the premise is there was a housekeeper. He was an English housekeeper. He came to Pittsburgh and he met, he got hired by the Owens family. So the Owens family consisted of the mom and dad, who were played by Bob Uecker and Eileen Graff, so George and Marsha, and basically they had three children in the house. Marsha was studying to become a lawyer, so she wasn't as home as much, and George was a sportscaster. So when you first uh, read the pilot and that first day on set and you saw the script, like how, how was it? How did you like how the series was you know, written and how it was going to turn out to be? What were your thoughts on it? Yeah, it was, you know, it was great. It was, uh, it was, um, you know, that everybody was just super nice and, and, and very welcoming. Um, I remember that from that first day. I remember, I mean, you can't forget Euchre when, you know, just him walking in a room, everything, the molecule, molecules, you know, just change, you know, once he walks in and, um, and, and same with Christopher Hewitt who played Mr. Belvedere, but Bob, you know, Bob is just hands down the funniest guy that I've ever met, but, um, but also just one of the, the nicest and, and uh, just a, you know, a real um, wonderful human being. And he, he would blush or, or break my chops, you know, if he were here when I said that, but it's true, you know, he really, he, he really, he really is. He's just a, a class act. And then Christopher Hewitt, um, you know, the epitome of the English theater as a director and had done, uh, played Captain Hook on Broadway with Sandy Duncan and had all this experience. Um, so you would think the two of them together, um, kind of what they played up a little bit on the show, um, might not connect in real life. And in fact, the opposite was true. They were both really fascinated by each other in terms of, um, you know, Bob not only was doing our show, but he had been on The Tonight Show over a hundred times, was one of the most frequent guests on Johnny Carson's Tonight Show when Johnny Carson was doing it. Um, and also had done some other uh, comedy and, you know, just, just a, a funny guy, but also was doing Brewer Baseball as an announcer which he had done ever, you know, since, since, since he stopped playing, he was a professional ball player um, in the front row and, uh, um, and done all the light, light uh, Miller light commercials that some people may remember um, that are classics. Uh, so, you know, and then Chris, you know, came in and, and they, they just really hit it off and they, and they really loved each other. They really did. I mean, they, they just had a great relationship and they would kind of, you know, joke with each other but but underneath everything was a really really strong friendship and then the 
the, um, you know, you mentioned Eileen, she's just, you know, she's my, she's my LA mom, you know, I mean, I, I come from a very close tight knit family in, in Dallas, Texas, but to be able to be out in Los Angeles and have a family, and that's really what we were. I know it sounds really boring and cliche, but it's really true. And I think you saw some of the evidence of that when, when we were together um, at, a, at a recent event with everybody. But, um, you know, it was, it's just great to, to, to have had that LA family. And I, although I was in college, I was still, you know, uh, it, it was great to have that support system. And Eileen is a wonderful, incredibly talented singer as well as actress. Um, Tracy is awesome. We all keep in touch. I know we'll get to that. But uh, and Bryce on the first day, and I, 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 I kid you not, you know, I think he was eight um, when I first met him on the first day. First thing he ever said to me when he came up to me um, at that at that table read you were asking about was he said. Hi, I'm Bryce, and I've always wanted a big brother, and now I'm so happy because I have one. And I was like, you know, I mean, you know, needless to say, from that moment on, we're brothers. I mean, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, that was amazing. So to answer your question, and also the writers, the crew, everybody, um, you know, it was just a lot of fun. But again, just to keep this in perspective, I was happy to be working. I was happy to have a week's work, and I thought, if nothing else comes of this, this will be a really fun week. That's what I was thinking at that table read. Yep, and it was definitely a great cast. So many memories with that cast, I'm sure that you had. And you also had a, a couple, you know, supporting cast members who were in and out throughout the seasons too, which yep. uh, viewers got to know, including the actresses who played Wendy and Angela as well. Can you tell us a little bit about them? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they... Just great. I mean, we had so many, uh, so many great guest stars and recurring characters as well. Um, and yeah, you mentioned um, Michelle Matheson. Um, you know, she she was the one who got Mr. Belvedere's name wrong all the time, Mr. Butterworth, and et cetera. Uh, just as just a sweetheart and was lucky enough to reconnect with her recently um, with the cast on some things. Uh, and yeah, it was just just a lot of lot of lot of fun um, throughout. I mean, anytime she was on the show, she was one of the audience favorites. Every time she would mispronounce his name, you know, it was always a, a, a you know, a, a huge, a huge laugh and uh, and just a really nice person, just a really nice person. And and same with uh, with Wendy, um, you know, we just had so much fun. You know, we would just we would just laugh. And she had a um, improv background. Um, may have done Second City in Chicago. I'm not sure about that, but I think that's true. And uh, and just a great, just a great, great girl. And the character of Mr. Belvedere, he was basically like a mentor to the children, especially Wesley. And the dynamic between him and Wesley was pretty interesting because even though Wesley was always kind of causing mischief and stuff like that. And it, you could see in the pilot how at the end, Mr. Belvedere to prove that he should be the housekeeper and stay in the house and connected with you kids. He said, you know, what Kevin was doing, what Heather was doing, but Wesley, he kind of covered for because Wesley had a hamster that he lost and it, it was kind of funny you can see already from the beginning how they were setting the tone of him looking out for Wesley and even though you know 
they were kind of, you know, a little bit of mischief there and stuff. They, they truly deep down were best friends. If you really think about it in the series. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think, and I think that was true. You know, I mean, Mr. Belvedere was kind of the, the protector of everybody and, and everybody in that family were, were, you know, somewhat delinquents at, at, at different points in times, um, including the parents, you know, that needed a little guidance from, from Mr. Belvedere. And I think that's something that, um, you know, at least I hear from a lot of people today who come up and it was writing in the journal, you know, at the end, you know, which kind of gave a summation of whatever it was and in, in a funny way, but it also touched on whatever theme that was, you know, whether it was Wesley needing some guidance, whether it was, you know, Kevin having, uh, you know, girlfriend problems and just, you know, uh, or, or, or Heather um, having other things, um, you know, it, it, it was a nice way to kind of tie things up and um, I think that's, I think that was a real strength of the show. I think the writing, um, we had great writers and producers, um, Jeff Stein, Frank Dungan, Tony Sheehan, and they really, um, they really tried to make it real and hopefully, hopefully universal and a little bit timeless as well, even though we all had really crazy hair a little bit in those days. Um, but they, you know, it, it was never meant to just be a, uh, message show you know it was always it, it, there, there was no doubt that we were there to provide entertainment and laughs and also um, you know the ideas of, of family and friendship and those bonds but whenever there was something they, they always tried to kind of wrap that between a lot of laughs and I think that was really smart and why why a lot of people really remember the show and resonate with the show yep I didn't mean to hit on so many topics too that weren't normally talked about at the time and was there any specific um, scene between you and Mr. Belvedere, maybe, or you and your parents that you thought were really good scenes that really, you know, really shined and showed your acting chops? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll let I'll let others decide about the acting chops, but but as a as an actor, you know, it it, it was just really um, really wonderful to be able to play off of other people who give you so much. And by that, I mean, you know, when you're, when you're playing a scene with someone and it's really, um, you know, it's a team sport and, and uh, um, everybody on the show is just so generous with that. And, and, you know, it wasn't like somebody was, if they were just on a close up of me or Heather or Wesley or whatever, uh, then the other actor would be off, you know, and they'd have them read it with a stagehand or something. It was like you were always there to really support each other. That was the that was super important. Uh, but but honestly, you know, a lot of it was uh, okay. Either how can I how am I, how am I going to get through this scene without cracking up and breaking, um, or how can I make my uh, how can I make uh, my <laughs> little sister break up, you know, so we, you know, have to kind of do this again, but, but have fun with it. And, you know, that, that's, that's a partial joke, but, but the, uh, the, the truth is we were really, you know, we always wanted to be fun and, and everybody was great to work with. Um, I know, I know with Bob, for instance, there was, there were a couple of scenes that Kevin, a couple of episodes were, you know, they were pretty heavy, you know, about the whole, you know, like, um, was he putting too much pressure on, 
on Kevin to be a football star, you know, uh, when maybe that wasn't Kevin's deal or, 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 you know, the idea of uh, the, the pressure that parents can sometimes put on their kids. And, you know, we had a lot of really funny scenes that are some of my favorites. Um, but I remember doing some of those heavier scenes with Bob and Bob, who's not a trained actor, is a is really a great actor. I mean, he's a really good actor. He, he was, I just remember, you know, he gave me so much to work with um, in those scenes that, that I really appreciate. And, um, you know, but, but, but honestly, and Christopher was, you know, he was a total pro and everybody really, it was always, always fun for different reasons to play scenes or one-on-ones with people. Yep. And the series, so it debuted in March of 1985 and it lasted for six years, but at one point, people may not know this, it actually was canceled and came back after the third season. So can you tell us what happened there? What went on and how did you manage to come back? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a great question. Um, and you're right, not a lot of people know that, but we basically were told you're not coming back. And, and it was even before the days, at least that I, I'm aware of, where then people would do these writing campaigns or social media campaigns. Obviously it was before social media because we didn't have it. But um, so, I mean, we, we basically were told, okay, you guys are done. And um, uh, yeah, that was kind of devastating news. Um, but, you know, at the same time, it, it was also, I, I remember I was off, I think it was in Kansas City, we were on a hiatus. Um, and I was doing a play in Kansas City. And, um, you know, we, we got this news and everybody was devastated, but we also were like, okay, well, at least we're going to come back and have kind of a final, I, I don't know, whether it was a final season or last six episodes, whatever it was. And um, so, yeah, but we thought, we thought it was done. And because of a number of factors that a lot I don't know about, but other than the fact that we were always an audience show, you know, we were always, we, we were, you know, we were, um, we weren't like a, at the time I'm thinking of like the family ties or the um, um, uh, moonlighting, you know, was, was super like, that was like really popular, but cool shows. People loved our show and we had a lot of support all across the board, but particularly from the people. And I think um, whether it was letter writing or whether it was things with their schedule, um, but then, then we were told that, um, you know, we were coming back and then we came back and our ratings were higher than they ever were. So um, it was really interesting. So yeah, we were kind of like the Phoenix rising, you know, from the ashes and, and came back and did another, I don't know, two or three seasons. Yeah, because I mean, you guys, I read you didn't make the top 30 in the ratings, but you guys almost always won your time slot. So it was a consistent yeah. performance. So there really was no reason to get rid of you guys. So I don't know what happened. Maybe there was, I don't know if a mid-season replacement came on or something and they thought, oh, maybe we'll use this. And I don't know. I mean, these yeah. networks, sometimes the decisions are not always the best, <laughs> but uh, that's uh yeah exactly um yeah it was funny we we did a we did a blooper reel at, at one actually tracy and i who played heather we did a blooper reel it it may have been that season or maybe the season after that and uh 
um, where we we put a blooper reel together, but we also filmed some behind the scenes stuff, like you know where I I took the camera around, and and again this was before iPhones, obviously, and you know it was probably a camera about this big, right? Um, and we went, and we even went to Brandon Stoddard's office, who was head of the network at ABC at the time, and did a little bit about that. With that, Brandon was in on, you know, basically where where you know he forgot all about our show, didn't know who we were, you know, called security to get us thrown out and stuff. Um, but but we talked about and and, and acknowledged the fact that uh, you know at, at one point. Um, we were touch and go there, and then we came back and uh, and actually, um, you know, it, it was a good thing for everybody. So it was fun. And in your final season, season six, they had moved you. You were normally on Friday nights. They moved you to Saturday nights that season, which also happened to be actually be the season that they had TGIF for the very first time. So they moved you out over to Saturday nights. And then unfortunately that was the last year Mr. Belvedere got canceled and they aired the two part finale in the summer. But there were certain episodes that never actually aired on the network that eventually later aired in syndication, um, you know, for a lot of fans who didn't know that. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about that actually. until you just said that, but yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. You have yep. done your research. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so people who, you know, go back and watch those episodes. All these episodes too, most of them are available right now on YouTube. And Mr. Belvedere has kind of been one of those shows that they're on one of those networks reruns and then goes away for a little bit and comes back. So right now I don't think it's airing anywhere else besides on YouTube, but I'm sure maybe Antenna TV or Rewind TV that just launched or something. I'm sure Mr. Belvedere be able to catch it on one of these uh, stations. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure you're right. I never know. I'm, I'm, I've never been, really been aware over the years, although as soon when we first wrapped, I know we were on syndication for, for, for several years after that. Um, and then somebody said we were on antenna TV or something else. Um, but yeah, I'm usually, uh, I'm usually the last to know, but, uh, but yeah, let me know. <laughs> um, other than that, I know that, you know, the DVDs are available at least up to a certain season i guess they you know uh shout factory did something and brought us all in for that and uh yeah i guess there's always youtube yep and then um you guys actually did i didn't get to see this but you guys did have a reunion through zoom correct that i read about yeah can you, can you tell me about that yeah absolutely um you know basically what happened is uh, I want to say February 2020, so right before the pandemic, um, we had done something similar to when I saw you, um, and I had never done this before, but, but Tracy and some of the other cast said, hey, there's an opportunity to get, a, get the cast together, um, meet you know, some of the people that enjoyed our show, um, and it was at, it was in Burbank. And so we, so I went down to that and I, I gotta tell you, I was, I was really blown away by, first of all, that so many people remembered our show, you know, we're talking about a show that it wasn't just, you know, two years ago, it was, you know, several years ago and to have them come up, um, you know, and, and people have said that over the years, but, uh, to see so many people that were really 
you know, said that our show really made a difference for them, you know, that they really enjoy it or they grew up on our show and, and uh, it was their favorite show or they loved it or a certain episode really helped them in a certain way, you know. Um, it, it really, it, it really was meaningful. It was really nice. Um, just that, you know, just that people appreciate your work, you know, anytime, much less one that, you know, something you did so, so long ago, but also that really meant a lot to me personally and to this group of people that, like I said, are, are like a family to me. And it was a really great experience. And then what happened is we were told, um, hey, we're going to be doing another one of these in New Jersey in 2020. And we'd like you all to, to do that. And uh, so, you know, we were like, okay, that sounds great. Um, fast forward to a month or so later and the pandemic hits and everybody's isolated. And we were gonna be going out and we're scheduled to go on. Obviously that, that live uh, show was canceled. And so um, live appearance. And so, um, yeah, I, honestly, I, I thought about it and, and I, I just thought, you know what? even though we're not able to do this, maybe there's a way we can do something um, positive out of this experience and had the idea of, well, maybe if we do it as a fundraiser to raise funds for like the Actors Fund, which is what we ended up doing and World Central Kitchen, you know, which at the time, a lot of people were out of work um, that were, you know, working in restaurants and so forth. Um, that, you know, that would be a cool way to maybe connect with, with people uh, since we weren't able to be there in person. Again, thinking maybe 10 people would show up. I had no idea. Um, and so I kind of put, a, I'm, on, I'm a Twitter guy. I don't do a lot of social media, but I'm Twitter. So anybody find me on Twitter, love to, love to have you. Um, but I put something out on Twitter about that possibility. We got a crazy response and then, um, I checked in with everybody. They obviously, you know, everybody in the cast, um, they were all for it. And um, uh, we, we did this, you know, Zoom reunion and it was great. It was fantastic. And Bob Euchre, um, you know, he participated and, uh, and he was great and, and uh, um, you know, got the technology and everything because he, he sometimes was worried about that and him, him and his wife, Judy, set that up. And we had everybody on. And the, the only other thing I'll say about that, and it was great, it was fantastic. It was, it was people sent in questions, we answered it. And um, the only somewhat sad thing is Willie Garson was also part of that and who has since passed. And Willie played my best friend on the show and I had called up Willie and we had remained friends over the years and I would run into him at different things. I'm a tennis player, his, his son played tennis and stuff, plays tennis. And um, uh, unfortunately we lost Willie to an illness, but, um, but it was just so great to be able to have that opportunity to connect not only with you know, the, my Belvedere family, but, um, but also with Willie and have him hear how many uh, people really loved him and his character, which was great. And tell everybody what you're up to nowadays because now you're directing, correct? I am. I am. So I was lucky enough to, um, you know, even back when I was doing the show uh, and from a young age, I had always had a fascination with filmmaking and, you know, how things work. Um, and 
on my hiatuses from Belvedere, I would write and direct these short films. And um, then the next one would be a little bigger and bigger. And, uh, and actually did one with Christopher Hewitt um, that we did that was uh, um, called The Sidewalk Motel. And um, when we did the show, when we finished out the show, like you referenced those uh, final episodes, some of the final episodes, uh, I was very fortunate. It was a very well, um, generous atmosphere behind the scenes at Mr. Belvedere too. And they knew that I had an interest and passion for directing. They let me you know, direct uh, a couple of the episodes as well with Don Corvan, who was one of our directors, who was fantastic. And now I'm, I'm producing and directing mostly documentaries and specials that um, we've done for like A&E and the History Channel, Discovery and so forth. And um, yeah, so uh, really, really, uh, really enjoying that. I've got an independent production company called Vienna Productions. And um, yeah, that's pretty much what we do. Um, was able to do a two hour special on the Blue Angels, the flying, the legendary flying team. And we're currently working on a new um, documentary uh, on the Blue Angels. They just had their 75th anniversary. And I'm working with some amazingly uh, talented people on that, um, including Glenn Powell and also the, the, the only three-time leader of the Blue Angels, a guy named Greg Woldridge, who's unbelievable, um, which will probably be out next year. And uh, we're working on another project that has to do with... Um, climate change as well. Uh, so yeah, but my, and my, my, my biggest productions um, are my two kids that, with my wife, uh, Melissa, and um, we have two, two kids. And uh, so between all that and, um, and the fact that I'm a pretty obsessive tennis player and fan, um, yeah, it's been a, a busy, busy, but really fun time. And one of the episodes that you did get to direct was the first part of the finale episode which unfortunately Kevin wasn't because you weren't in that actual episode, but well, there was a gorilla. And I have to ask, I was going to say, so I, or were you in the gorilla suit? <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> uh, this is how silly Hollywood is. Um, I wanted to be in that gorilla suit. I actually wanted to be in the episode, but because of, um, a number of union reasons, I was not able to be in the gorilla suit. Um, so no, that was actually somebody else that was union certified because uh, I think they didn't want to have to pay me twice, one as a director and one as an actor. But um, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's good trivia. <laughs> okay. Someday I will get a chance to be in a gorilla suit, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, and now it's time to play the lightning round. Or I'm going to name you two things and you tell me which one you prefer. Hmm. So do you prefer country yeah. life or city life? <sighs> Boy, starting off with a tough one. Um, love them both for, 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 for different reasons, but I'll go with city life. Okay. Would you rather save your money or spend your money? Save. The Simpsons or South Park? Simpsons. Crazy like a fox or quiet like a church mouse? Uh, uh, crazy like a fox, because I, uh, it's best, I like the title. <laughs> Jello or pudding? Pudding. 
Throwback Thursday or Flashback Friday? I'll go with Flashback Friday because we were a Friday show. <laughs> Pizza or pasta? Pasta. Love pasta. Roller skates or skateboard? Skateboards. Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Pinball machine or whack-a-mole? Pinball. Pinball wizard. Eggs. Would you rather have them scrambled or sunny side up? Always scrambled for me. And what is the better superpower? To be able to freeze time or to fly? Come on. I gotta, I gotta go with flying. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Thanks, Mike. Really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. What would you like to say to all the fans who are watching this right now? Yeah, I just want to thank everybody, honestly, for, uh, um, you know, just for, for, for watching number one and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and hopefully we've been able to, um, to add some, some humor, uh, and, uh, and hopefully some of the, 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 the family aspect of what we felt for each other, um, came through, uh, because it, 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 it really was and is real. And, uh, hopefully that was felt by all of you, but just really want to thank everybody. Super grateful. So thanks a lot. Yeah, it was definitely a fun show. I definitely recommend it, guys. If you've never heard of Mr. Belvedere or never saw it, or obviously you did watch and you want to go back and watch it, go back and watch it. Because especially some of these classic shows from back in the day, when you haven't seen them after a while, to go back and watch is so much fun. You'll laugh so hard watching them. And can you let everybody know what your uh, contact information is on Twitter? Uh, sure. It's um, at Rob Stone Tennis. I believe is, is it? let me make sure of that, but I'm pretty sure that's it. You would probably know better than I would. We, that's how we kind of communicate it. Yes. Let me, I'll look it up right now and it'll be right at the end of this broadcast too. I'm going to have it on the screen for you guys. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. It's, it should be at Rob Stone Twitter. Yep, at Rob Stone Tennis. I'm sorry. Yeah. It should be at Rob Stone Tennis. <laughs> uh, my DMs are open. I'm an open book. So please come and and follow so uh my my kids will stop making so much fun of me but um no uh yeah love to love to hear from everybody yep and everybody be sure to follow me on social media as well be sure to subscribe to my youtube page uh like the video comment on the video youtube.com slash the mike grand my instagram is at official mike grand facebook official mike grand my website's mike and my twitter is at mike so once again, thank you so much for joining us here today. And we will talk to you all soon. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Mike.